Papa Joe. Um, tonight we're going to have kind of a a freelance uh, somber moment, and we're going to talk about something that's kind of important. So we're going to talk about the importance of acceptance, and not really so much the importance of it, the relevance of it, and that is what you need to worry about. All right, y'all. There's been another school shooting. There's been a trial about a kid who had to defend himself. What, no matter what side of the aisle you, you, you're on, whether he should or he shouldn't have him. In his mind, that's what he thought. And just for the record, that's the dogs. <laughs> you're going to hear the dogs throughout this, and I'll tell you why. We're going to have a sidetrack for a second, just a really quick sidetrack. Pawpaw's dogs are now getting used to being outside. They don't like being used to being outside, so they're going to be in the background. But let's kick this off as to where we're going. One of the hardest things in this world to explain to people, but it's the most used buzzword, is acceptance. And when we talk about acceptance, and, and the common thing is, is we need to learn to accept people. And this is, and this is really hard, a hard concept to, to get through. And most people decide to avoid the difficult discussion and go right straight to the easy part of the discussion. The word acceptance, what you're talking about is people are saying, you need to accept me, or I need to accept that, you need to accept your fate. What they're saying is you need to understand that that's the way it is, and that is the consequence, and that you need to accept the consequence, or you need to assume the consequence, maybe is a better way of putting it. Well, I'm going to take this in a little bit different direction and see if you still think about acceptance in the same way. Because it's a very misunderstood word, but it's also a buzzword. And you know how I feel about buzzwords. I hate buzzwords. Buzzwords are used to manipulate people, manipulate situations. And when you start manipulating people and saying, you need to accept this, you need to accept that, you're telling them, you're not telling them acceptance. Acceptance is a, a voluntary thing, a willing thing. It's an emotional thing. If I accept you... It means that I give up this or I bring you into this fold willingly. Well, when you tell people that they have to accept something, the voluntary part is out of it. The humility part is out of it. Now it's becoming self-serving. You can't tell people to accept things. So it's it's now become a bastardized term. And what that what that means is that it's it's now been corrupt. If you tell me I have to accept you, you are forcing me. You are taking the willingness the love out of it right it's very self-serving what you are doing is telling me to ex to take on your ideas now papa how does that fit into this whole thing about what's going on with kids today i want us to think about the long-reaching consequences of making people accept things and i'm gonna i'm gonna preface that with my own confession testimony if you will I always talk about about Declan my son Declan and and one person I I very rarely talk about is my daughter Kimberly Kimberly's an adult she's private and all that stuff but we we had this kind of the same conversations and and in the same direction the the difficult discussion I had raising a teenage daughter was teaching her that people don't have to accept you you can't make people accept how you feel. And 
I get very, very nasty looks from people at the school, people in communities, when I tell them how I raised Declan. Declan has autism. He's high-functioning autistic, or he has Asperger's syndrome. And things I've learned in my life, I relate back to him, but I tell him first and foremost... Don't listen to these people from all these different networks and and don't don't listen to the news. And I I I raised my daughter the same way and I got a beautiful strong-willed daughter, Kimberly, and I try to impart that upon all all of my my children's, every single one of them, is that people don't have to accept you. Acceptance is a voluntary, willing thing. If you force somebody to accept you, you've lost. They haven't accepted you. They've forcibly taken on your ideals. And the school hates it. Counselors hate it when I say, oh my God, and you should see Grammy. Her eyebrow goes up and her I can see her start twitching when I say that. And Because and, I say it in front of counselors, I'll say it in front of anybody. I don't need to teach Declan in a certain direction. When it comes to acceptance, we need to start teaching our kids that not everybody will accept you. What do you do when there is no acceptance? That is the direction, the consequences of acceptance and non-acceptance. If you don't look at that, this whole thing of you need to accept people, I need to accept gays, I need to accept race, I need to accept you know LGBT or women, I need to accept... No, I don't, and neither do you, and neither does your neighbor. That is the difficult discussion that needs to be had in America. We don't need to work on acceptance. And as I look at the pictures of this kid that was uh, involved in this school shooting, and I look at his, his parents, I knew right away. I knew right away what was going on here. And I could I could picture his, his parents saying, we can do what we want, we can be how we want. And as I look at people going, you know, judging, you know, Rittenhouse, and I look at people judging every, I look at people judging Trump, judging Biden, I look at people judging everybody, it all comes down to you need to accept, you need to accept. Well, I don't need to accept, I need to deal with the consequences of not accepting it. And that is the crux of the matter. And if you don't understand that, you need to go back to the penalty box and wait for a minute. Take a time out and readjust yourself. Have that humility to adjust yourself. Look at I was not raised as a rich person, as an in-person or anything like that. And I really feel for these, these kids that are doing this stuff. And now I feel more and I feel differently. It doesn't mean it's any better or less. Obviously, the kids that are killed... The people that are killed, that are hurt, that are wounded, that are divorced, that are taken advantage of by people. Yes, I obviously feel bad for them. And I obviously have a deep hatred in my heart that that happened to them. I do. I cry. I'm very empathetic. I'm a, you know, if you believe in the fae, I'm a big empath. That broken heart, or even even for, for these kids that do things that are really, really bad. I have a you know, I, I, I do. I cry. Don't don't you dare tell anybody. I swear to God, Papa Joe family, if you tell anybody Papa cries, I'm going to be angry. LOL. But no, but on the flip side of that, you have to look at the flip side. And that's what I'm going to do to you tonight is I'm going to make you look at the flip side of it. When we start telling people they have to accept, but we don't accept them. That's not right. That that That's, of course, you're going to get get lashing out. 
Sometimes it's lashing out and, well, they just become poor. Sometimes they lash out and they fade away like sick puppies or sad puppies. Sometimes they lash out in anger. That's what's happening. So if you bastardize the the meaning of acceptance and start saying we need to start accepting people, but you you know, and, and you're doing it for obvious self serving reasons. Because I can I can sit here at the pulpit, I can sit here behind the microphone and I can tell you about how you need to learn to accept LGBT people. And maybe I need to, to stop for a second. The people I know in the LGBT community and the people that I personally know in the that are, you know, of other races, not just black people. You know, I work down here with a lot of uh, of Latinos and like that. They're they're very strong, thick skinned people, so they, they understand where I come from. But I'm gonna tell you, if you are telling them to accept that that we're going to accept you because you're playing the race card for yourself. I'm the I'm the guy. Give me a medal. Give me a medal because I have a gay friend. Give me a medal because I protested for uh for black rights for for Black Lives Matter. That's so disingenuous to them and so disrespectful and disrespectful having the priority on that. If you're doing it to get a medal, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Instead, we need to understand. And start teaching our, our children and teaching your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews at a young age. Not everybody will accept you. And I will stand by that with, with, with Declan. I stand by that with baby Josh. I stood by it with Kimberly, with, with all of the pups. People don't have to accept you. They don't. There's social rules. There's social order. There's order of the groups. There's all that stuff. So start teaching your kids how to deal with that. That doesn't mean they have to change. And it doesn't mean that they are bad. If you go into a group and they don't accept you, now that is the crux of the matter. And I have to wonder, Papa has to wonder, and I, and I encourage you to give me feedback in this because it's a continual thought process. It's not a, a, it's not a one-time, this is how I think, this is how I think in 10 years, and I will think the same thing in 50 years. And it's not how I thought back 10 years ago, but it's a continual evolving thought of where would we be if instead of teaching acceptance to all of the kids, we taught them how to not be accepted. There's there's an interesting concept right there. How do you not be accepted? What if I am the only kid in school that wears a red shirt? What if I'm the only kid in school that doesn't get a haircut? How do I deal with that? And instead, and I see, and I and I'll I'll, I'll tell you why I picked that scenario. Children that are autistic, that are on the autism spectrum, and they're not the only ones, but that's the one I'm. That's the word I'm familiar with. There's other spectrums. There's other. I'm not even call them disorders. They're different orders. But a lot of kids don't like being touched. Having a haircut, while for you or me, might be not a big deal. For some people, that is a huge deal. The touching, the the poking, the closeness of somebody cutting your hair. So how do you how do you deal with that stuff? And that's just one example. How do you deal with being poor and not having the in clothes? That's that was quite honestly for me that was a huge deal. Was I was on the outs in school because I didn't look like and act like the cool kids. I had to learn to deal with non-acceptance 
and we need to teach kids that. And I have to wonder if if some of these things that we're going through in society today in the high schools. And again, I'm not I'm not putting blame on somebody else. I'm not saying any but do not do not take it as that. I'm not saying anybody deserves how the reaction is, but maybe the reaction would be different not teaching kids to accept but teaching kids how to not be accepted and and if we changed our parenting and our grandparenting to that example we might we might might make off a little a little bit better here if you want to end things like school shootings you want to end things like riots you want to end things like racism maybe i don't know give me some feedback on it but let's try something a little different let's try teaching non-acceptance if i don't like my neighbor i don't have to like my neighbor now in teaching non-acceptance, you have to teach things like, yeah, I don't have to like my neighbor, but there's things that, that I could not indulge in. You don't you don't have to like black people. You don't have to accept them. Teach people that. But the repercussions of it are if 15 black people move into your neighborhood and they have a block party, you're not invited. Now, that's that's one example. But teach these kids, yeah, you're not accepted, but it's just high school. And figure out how to translate that. Have the, all the kids that you are friends with come over. Ignore them. You don't have to take a gun to school because Jimmy R is picking on you all the time. No. Walk away from Jimmy R and come over with your friends. Focus on that. And it's hard. Give them the... And now you know where, when you focus on that, now you know where to put your strengths. It's real easy to just lecture them and say, get over it. But now you know where to put your strengths. It would be very nice. There, there's a song I listen to for vote, for motivation. And it would be very nice if the world worked like this. And, and there's this, this fine lady that sings Christian music. Her name's Mandisa. And she sings, she sings a song called We All Bleed the Same. And there's a video, there's a YouTube video. And I encourage you all to look at this. And, and find this video. There, it, type into, into YouTube, we all bleed the same. And you're looking for the, the video that features Toby Mac and Kirk Franklin. And my God, the intro, the intro to that by Kirk Franklin is just outstanding. And it kind of sums it up. When we don't say something, we're saying something. If you don't say something about non-acceptance... You are saying something. You are telling the kids you need to focus on being accepted. Try try a different approach. How do you not be accepted? What do you do? Well, it's, it's very contrite to say, well, I can just walk away. You should just walk away. That's very contrite and weak. Teach them some coping skills and focus your effort on that because the, the old excuse of suck it up, buttercup, isn't working, is it? And as I as I look more into this recent school shooting, I can't help but wonder as I look in the kid, as I look at the picture of the kid, look at the picture of his parents and go, how do we just avoid the drama, dude? And the kids that I bring around my house, how do we just avoid the drama? It's okay. It, it, it you know, everything is everything is fine. It's not what you seem. And understand to an adolescent kid, that answer don't cut it, dude. That answer don't cut it. Even when I was 17 18 or 19 that answer didn't cut it it's not what you seem yeah it is and when you talk to a kid yeah it is it's exactly what it seems to them and that's what matters not not what you see what they see so let let let's tonight let's let's take a little thought and a little and a little prayer into that one 
and dive into that one a little bit. Instead of trying to teach acceptance to our kids and push that down their throat because you can keep ramrodding it all you want. You lose the meaning of the word when you ramrod it down society's throat. If you're pushing for the LGBT community and BLM and all them, those guys, you need to accept. No, try a different approach. And the one I'm proposing is teach, what do you do when people don't accept you? No one has to accept you, but you have to you have to learn the proper coping skills of dealing with that. Because what you're telling a kid, say, or when you're telling people, you have to accept me, you have to accept that, you're totally ignoring their point of view. You're telling them they're, that they are wrong and you are right. You don't know. There may be legitimate reasons. There are reasons in their head. But that makes them legitimate. They may be unnatural reasons. They may be stupid reasons. But you're not going to get it by saying shut up and accept. So that's my short little my short little rant. And this is going to be a short one today. And like I say, my heart's breaking for those for those kids that were that are killed, for the teachers that are wounded. My heart always breaks when that when another American dies. We are Americans, which makes us special. We have the opposing thumb of the world. We're Americans. There's no reason for that. But when I look down at at the past history of the past two years, it's all about somebody cramming down acceptance and failure to accept non-acceptance. Failure to deal with it. So y'all bow your head and pray. And in in, in the words of Kirk Franklin in that song, So Father God, I pray that our families will come together right now and seek your faith. Seek his face, whatever religion you are. Go back to that mushroom. Instead of asking him, why doesn't the world accept me? Start asking the question, why can I not accept the world? Why does it affect me so? All right, peace out. Love y'all.